Hello, this is George, George Prince, the writer and narrator of the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. Thank you so much for joining me for Volume 1, Chapter 4, The Circus. We've got plenty of new characters to meet in this episode, so please do make yourselves comfortable and enjoy The Tales of Hobgob and Mulch, Volume 1, Chapter 4, The Circus. In the realm there was a kingdom. In the kingdom there was a village. In the village there was an inn. And in that inn two friends, Hobgob the Goblin and Mulch the Tree, told the tales of their adventures. The Tales of Hobgob and Mulch Hobgob, Mulch, Gresser, Henry and Willie were waiting for Bartholomew the Bard. Bartholomew had volunteered their band for the big show at the fair in a neighbouring village. They needed to practice, but the Bard was late. He was always late. He is always late, said Mulch, but it would be nice if he could actually turn up today. This is even later than usual. The others grumbled their agreement. Eventually they started rehearsing without the Bard. Afterwards, they sat in the dragon's arms, sipping mountain tea and grumbling about Bartholomew. That bard late again? Hope he's not still suffering from black, said Beef the barman as he refilled their mugs. Anyway, don't worry yourselves about him. There's another show in the village. The circus. Beef pointed to a brightly coloured poster in his window. The poster showed a ringmaster with a flowing red coat and a black top hat. He wore an enormous smile and was waving his arms like a conductor. He was surrounded by performers, acrobats, stilt walkers, jugglers, strongmen, trapeze artists, and a bard. That looks a bit like Bartholomew. Hobgob's voice trailed off as they stared at the poster. It was Bartholomew. Beef, do you know where the circus is camped? asked Mulch. Aye, just outside the village, off the city road. But before Beef could finish... Hobgob, Mulch, Gresser, Henry and Willie had dashed out, rushing towards the city road. Even by Bartholomew's standards, this is bad, fumed Mulch. I am sure there's some explanation, Hobgob hopped and looked at his angry bandmates. Oh, there's an explanation, all right, Henry puffed angrily on his pipe. He's had a better offer. The circus was camped near the village, and it did not take them long to find it. The camp was a whirlwind of activity, as the circus troupe prepared for their performance. Fire-breathers blew flames into the air, axe-throwers tightened blindfolds, clowns painted their faces, and a bard tuned his instruments. The friends followed the unmistakable sound of Bartholomew's tuning. Bartholomew! Mulch really was angry. You've signed us up for another village fair and now walked out on us without even a word. What are you thinking? Bartholomew's face was glazed with panic. Oh, you... You mustn't be here. Go now, please. What sort of an explanation is that? Puffed Henry. You must leave. There's nothing I can do. Bartholomew was interrupted by a booming voice. All performers muster now. Now, now, now. As performers dashed around them, the friends looked in the direction of the booming voice. Through the bustle, they saw a flash of red coat and towering above the crowd, a top hat. It was the ringmaster. Form up, form up, you slow lot. Slowest troop I've ever seen. Form up. His voice tore through the crowd and the performers began to group. Quickly, hide. 
Bartholomew grabbed his rail of outfits. He always had lots of outfits. Throwing them down to create a pile and the friends dived in. He covered them in his fabulous garments and sprinted to join the crowd. Willie the werewolf managed to peep through a gap in the clothes pile. What's going on, Willie? asked Grasser. They're all lined up and staring at something. The ringmaster. But it's, it's not just the ringmaster. What Willie saw was the ringmaster standing over the troop. He was standing in a chariot, and the chariot was pulled by two giant cats. Willie couldn't believe what he was seeing, nor could the others, as he described the scene. Tonight is the most important night of the season. Tonight the village will come to watch our little show, but not just the village. Tonight the Duke will be here. So, it's very important that you all perform at your best. We have very important business to attend to. And then something happened. The cats looked at the group of performers and their eyes began to spin, creating a swirling pattern that grew faster and faster until it became a blur. The performers fell into a trance and began to repeat. We have very important business to attend to. Yes, said the ringmaster. Very important business. Very important business, repeated Willie, who struggled free from their hiding place and started to walk towards the hypnotised performers. Willie! Malt tried to grab him, but too late. Willie had joined the group and was repeating the ringmaster's words with the others. Don't look, instructed Malt. Willie must have stared into those cats' eyes. They've hypnotised everyone. We need to do something to stop them and save Willie and Bartholomew, said Hobgob. But with the power of those cats, we're going to need a plan. They struggled out of the clothes pile and snuck carefully and quietly away from the camp. The group of performers was chanting now and their voices sounded cold and unsettling. The friends regrouped at the body ball pitch to form a plan. Greta proposed a daring raid during the show, but they all knew this didn't stand a chance. Henry proposed that they kidnap the ringmaster, but they all knew that this didn't stand a chance. Finally, they settled on a more elaborate plan, a plan based on Hobgob's hunch. He thought he knew what the ringmaster was planning, and now they were going to risk everything to save their friends and to foil the ringmaster's plans. As night was falling, the friends snuck back into the circus camp. A large crowd of folk was paying coin to enter the giant tent for the show. And then trumpets blew and the folk parted. The duke and his entourage had arrived. His brightly coloured robes of silk flashed in the light of burning torches, and his guards pushed folk aside. Stand aside, the duke approaches. The ringmaster shoved a little old lady aside and threw himself in front of the duke. Your grace and honour indeed to have you as our most esteemed guest on our opening night. We have reserved the finest seats for you and your guests. Good. I now have more guests, double what we expected. The duke swept up his fine cloak and glided past, followed by his large entourage. The ringmaster grabbed several folk who had already paid and dragged them out. We have some special guests now. No more room for you. Hobgob, Mulch, Greta and Henry snuck into the camp. The performers were all standing still, with glazed looks on their faces. Over here! 
Hobgob led the way, and they found Willie and Bartholomew. Willie! Bartholomew! They tugged at their friends. We have to get you out of here! Very important business, mumbled the hypnotised two. They're still in a trance, said Gressa. We need to find those cats. The cats were in the ringmaster's tent, and Mulch snuck in. Who dares to enter our tent? asked the cats calmly. I have a proposal, a proposal you'd be wise to consider, Mulch began. Soon it was time for the show to begin. The tent was packed. The Duke and his guests occupied a huge area, spread out enjoying their space and consuming the finest nectar. The folk were squeezed into every other nook and cranny to make room for the Duke. The ringmaster entered. Ladies and gentlemen, your grace, our most honoured guest, he began. Welcome to the circus! The crowd erupted in applause, and as acrobats cartwheeled in, they shouted and cheered. Jugglers, fire-breathers, magicians all drew louder and louder applause. And then the ringmaster entered again. And now, ladies and gentlemen, your grace, our most honoured guest, we have very important business to attend to. As he said the words, the performers stormed into the tent and charged at the duke. Taken by surprise, his guards panicked and joined the folk who were dashing to try to escape. The hypnotised performers seized the duke and dragged him to the ringmaster, who had been joined by his cats. Now, your grace, the ringmaster smiled greedily. My loyal servants here will use the power of their eyes, and you will do all that they command, transferring your title, your lands, and your wealth to me. He smiled with satisfaction and folded his arms smugly. We will hypnotise for power and fortune, said the cats as the ringmaster looked on with pride. And we no longer need a master. What? The ringmaster looked at them in horror, but their eyes began to spin as he looked into them and he fell silent, a glazed look creeping across his face. You will hand over the circus to us, the cats began. But at that moment, Mulch appeared behind the ringmaster, holding a mirror. The cats looked in surprise and locked eyes with their own reflection. And they, too, fell silent. The ringmaster continued to stare blankly at them, and they stared blankly at themselves. All three were in a trance. The performers shook their heads, rubbed their eyes and looked around them. Free from the trance, they released the duke, who threw off his trailing robes and ran away. Quick, ordered Mulch. Let's leave these three and get out of here. Outside, it was pandemonium. The folk, the Duke's entourage and performers were dashing and screaming in panic. Hobgob, Henry and Gresser had rescued Bartholomew and Willie and now Mulch joined them. Mulch, cried Bartholomew. You saved us, my darling. Let us withdraw to the dragon's arms and I shall pen you a song of thanks. That's very kind, Bartholomew, said Mulch but we really need to practice for the fair that you signed us up for. Bartholomew sighed, and they made their way to the clearing to rehearse and to prepare for the village fair. Thank you so much for joining me for the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. To hear about upcoming episodes, please do hit subscribe. Also, you can follow Hobgob and Mulch on Instagram and Twitter, at Hobgob and Mulch, 
and please leave comments wherever you want to. It's always great to hear from you. All of the stories are written and narrated by me, George Prince, copyright 2020. I'm very much looking forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.